Welcome back, everybody. You are listening to the Morning Grits Podcast, where we talk about sports in a raw and authentic way. Sports for the fan, from a fan. It's your boy Joseph, a.k.a. Jay with the Grits, and I'm back once again with my man Leon. What's up, Leon? What's up, bro? How's everything? We are still celebrating Black History Month here at Morning Grits. Born October 15th, 1935, Willie O'Ree, who's Canadian-born, uh-huh. right? He was the first black male athlete to play in an NHL game. Okay. He's known to be the Jackie Robinson of, of, of hockey. Really? Yeah, he broke some color barriers during hockey. Wow. In 2018, he was voted into the National Hockey League Hall of Fame. Wow, 2018? 2018. Wow. Also in 2018, the NHL instituted an annual Willie O'Ree Community Hero Award in his honor. Wow. And that is to recognize the individual who has worked with uh, to make a positive impact in their community. Wow. Their culture, also society, to make people better through hockey. Wow, wow. And the, the cool thing about hockey right now is that there's actually 30 black players. Okay. So there's 30 black players in NHL. Um, some of the favorites are like P.K. Subban. Uh, he's he's one of those players that's always an all star. He's one of the best ones that are in the league, especially playing defense. Wow. Um, Wayne Simmons, uh-huh. Evander Kane, George uh, Larry Anson Carter, Mark Greer, just to name a few, and also Grant Fur. Oh man! Shouts out to them, man. Shouts out to them. We taking over hockey too. Hey, we gotta get it how we get it, Leon. <laughs> For sure, man. Sound good. Shouts out to those guys, man. Leon, there's been a lot going on in sports, man. First of all. Hey, the sports world came out. They represented. They celebrated yeah. the life of Kobe and also Gigi Bryant. Yeah. So all the media outlets that were there. Yeah. Uh, it really shows how big of an impact Kobe had yeah. around the world. Man, shocking. You know, extremely shocking, man. I, I just, it was touching, man. I was trying not to watch it. I, I must admit because I already knew, mm-hmm. you know, those tears was gonna come. Yeah. And so I didn't initially watch it live, so I started listening to some of the, you know, the bits that was coming after Vanessa's Bryant, um, you know, her tribute to Kobe and Gigi, man, which probably I think was just beautifully said. And, man, tears just start coming by. I'm glad I was by myself because I I wasn't at work. So um, just to see, man, the impact that he had on everybody, man. I mean, like you said, I think you were saying it's probably other than Diana, uh, Princess Diana. Yeah. This was nationally televised, and you see the impact one person had outside of basketball. It was deeper than basketball. Right, I mean, Kobe right. gave gave us so much more than that. And, man, to see how he um, transitioned after basketball into right. being this, this dad, this philanthropist that's like – you know, helping the homeless and helping kids and doing and, and instilling those same principles in other right. kids. Man, I thought it was phenomenal, man. I, I can't say enough about Kobe Bryant, man. I'm just saying prayers go out to his family. I know Definitely. it's hard. Definitely. His wife waking up every day without him yeah. and his and, and their daughter. Right. And so, uh, man, I'm just keep them in prayer, man, because I know it's tough at these times. All day. Yeah. And one of my favorite moments actually was Michael Jordan. Yeah. You know, because you know, Kobe always wanted to be like Jordan. Yeah, he did. You know, and Jordan knew it. Yeah, yeah. And just the stories that Jordan would tell about yeah. Kobe's personality. You wouldn't have never know. You know what I'm saying? And they so they they really had a, a really a tight relationship. relationship. Yeah. 
You know, yeah. that was really like a big brother to him. Yeah, he did. And to to hear Jordan, and he and Jordan kind of cr- created some relief. Yeah, he did. You know he what I mean? He made everybody yeah. smile. He, he, he uplifted everybody, he you know, he and he really spoke about the true person of Kobe Bryant. Yeah, he did, man. Much respect to Michael Jordan, man. I respect him for the way he talked about Kobe, man, because, you know what I'm saying, people just thought that they were competitors. Yeah. And he wanted to be close, uh, better than him. And but they were really close, close, man. And it was it was deeper, like he said, it was deeper than basketball. Right. He would call him and ask him what he was thinking about at when when he was twelve, you yeah. know, playing basketball. But Jordan was like, I was playing, playing baseball. baseball. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he would text them all. And one thing I learned about Kobe, man, is that he he's he's just soaks soaks up information, man. He don't always he don't matter. It don't matter, man. And that's why I want to encourage you guys that are listening, man. If you got if you want answers, if you want questions answered, man, don't be afraid to ask those right. questions to anybody. You right. know what I'm saying? To just get further. And it, I think it's beautiful. That's the way to go. Yes, sir. Leon, there was a huge boxing match over the weekend. <laughs> if that's what you is call that what it. we want to call that? You want to call it a boxing match or a beatdown? I want to call this a straight hood beat <laughs> down. <laughs> Deontay Wilder. Yes. Tyson Fury. Yes. Part two. Yeah. And Tyson Fury came out victorious. He did, man. I'm, man, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he came in the ring on the throne like he was the king. <laughs> and he took the crown, bro. He took bro. the crown all day. And the thing about him, man, and, you know, I've been doing research on both of those guys, you yeah. know, and I, I, I think, you know, uh, Wilder is a, a great fighter. Oh, yeah. But when it comes to uh, skill. It's the boxing skills. You know, yeah. boxing skill. Yeah. Man, the way that Tyson Fury was bo- outboxing him right. was I was I was kind of shocked, mm-hmm. you know, um, because you know Wilder, he he'll fight 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 and then eventually catch you, mm-hmm. but man, Tyson Fury was throwing hay, may it was throwing haymakers because that left that left hand of Bro. Wilder was dropped, Woo! so that right side of the face was just open. Bro, yeah, and that was like just to the T. And you know he came out today. Yeah, I don't know if you read it. I heard it. He said, and this end quote that the outfit that I had on Wakanda, the the black African, you know, Black Panther outfit he had on weighed forty pounds. Yes. And so he said he had that on for about 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. And then he had to walk, then he had to, walk. to the thing about yeah. 15, 20. And then, then he had to climb over the thing. He said about time he took the <laughs> outfit off, he knew that his legs was gone. Yeah. So, man, that was one of the worst. But what's that got to do with you putting your hands up? Bro, what that, bro. What is that? I've never heard an excuse <laughs> from a grown man like that. Yeah. Bro, you are a top athlete. Yeah. Elite. Elite. Six, seven. Champion of the world. Yes, sir. And that's the best that you could do? Yeah. What else you going to say when you get beat like that? He said he knew by the second round his legs was gone. <laughs> yeah, dude, popped your ear. Yeah. Like, yeah. your leg, you couldn't recover because you was... I'm sorry. I mean, I respect Wilder. I ain't gonna right, right, right. And I think that he's he's due a third. Yeah, a, a third uh, fight. And he did come out today because he had 30 days. So right. part of the contract was for uh, Deontay Wilder to respond in 30 days to see uh-huh. if they want to have a part three. Right. And so he came out and said there is going to be a part three. It needs to be a part three. Yeah. Will he win? No. You I, know, I, I think if he gets into the ring, 
he needs to go train with some people that are really going to show him how to use that jab, Leon. Yeah. You know, and really show him how to move that neck so right. he doesn't get hit so much. Right, right. Right. So I think that Floyd Mayweather will be a great teacher to have Ooh. him be able to move around in the wing, to be able to dodge certain punches, and Bro. be able to see what's coming as well, too, because Floyd is really good at analyzing his opponent. Yeah, he is. One thing that Tyson Fury is really good at, mm. Tyson Fury is really good at throwing that jab. Right. And so that's what's opened up a lot of the action that happened, especially for the right Bro. hands, yeah. because he was throwing his jab. And he threw his jab a lot in the first fight as yeah, well. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that opened up the right hand because now, and he's throwing hooks to the body. Yeah. And that's one of the punches that actually knocked uh, Wilder down was that yeah. left hook to the body. Yeah. He went yeah. to the top with the with the left to the head, and then he went head, he went body. And then dropped and him. And then dropped him. Dropped You him. know, so we need – a Wilder is going to need somebody that really is going to – because he's athletic. Yeah. He's super freakishly athletic. Yeah. He's 6'7", 235 try pounds. To catch you. So he was already yeah. a little heavier than he's used to, right? He's used right. to being around like 217, you know, 207. And he's still in that range. vastly outweighed. Yeah. Because the dude was, what, 273? 273, yeah. And when I say he got man yeah. handled. He did, he did. Like, he was flying off punches. Like, he hit him one time, knocked him down. He flew to the right. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. So he was really putting that weight on him, right. leaning on him. Right. You know what I'm saying? Being the aggressor. Really making his legs kind of give out, putting his head under his arm yeah, and stuff was, like that. Yep. And I, I'm very impressed with Tyson Fury. I'm 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 not upset at Wilder. Right. But I'm more impressed with the way he came out. He dominated. He said he was going to do it. Yeah. He said, I'm going to beat him, I'm going to rough him up, and then I'm going to knock him out. And he did exactly that. So shout out to Tyson Fury, man. Yeah. Yeah. Leon, the NBA returned after taking a break from the All-Star game. Woo! There's been some good games that's there. Yes. What else is going on in sports, Leon? The spring training began in baseball. Yep. And my man Tim Tebow, <laughs> he hit a home run in spring training. Man, don't count out Tebow. Hey. And then we got my man Zion Williamson and the Pelicans. Man. Hey, they're making that playoff push. They hooping, bro. They are. They're doing pretty good. They're they playing against the Lakers right now. Yes, sir. You know, uh, Zion has uh, been a big factor for the Pelicans to try to make that push. They beat uh, Portland. Uh -huh. Already a couple of times Absolutely. within his last week alone. Yeah, moving uh, so what to the ninth spot, right? They're they're trying to or move ten, up to that ninth, ninth spot. spot. They're yeah. in the tenth spot right now. Yeah, they're three games back of the eighth spot. Wow, with John Morant, right? Right, who's probably going to be the rookie of the year. I don't I don't think Zion has played yeah, enough played games enough. to where he could be the rookie of the year. Right, but I mean he's averaging about what twenty points a yeah, game if he gets so that far. Point average up, he probably give him a run, or he'll be a close second. Yeah, I mean John yeah. Morant's first in a lot of categories yeah. as far as points. Assists, yeah. you know, things of that nature. You know, he's averaging about 17 points a game himself. Yeah, he's a monster. Over a longer period of time. So, I mean, right. John Morant, you really can't deny his skill. Yeah. You oh, know, absolutely but, not. Absolutely but he's got to really do some work to kind of hold off and keep that A spot, if not try to move up into the seventh spot with Memphis. Yeah. You know, because the schedule of the Pelicans is going to be a lot easier than what Memphis has. The Pelicans wow. have one of the easiest schedules, if not the easiest schedule Coming remaining wow. in the NBA. Really? So they have they have some competition that they're going to play, but they're going to be playing on a, on a lower totem pool of, 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 of the teams wow. that are in the NBA. So look out for the Pelicans coming up. Absolutely. And what's up with your, your boy LeVar Ball? <laughs> he, he, he said he wants to relaunch Triple B. What's going on with that, Leon? He, he didn't want to. He did. <laughs> he pushed them out there. Yeah, they have. I think I believe that they officially relaunched. Okay, and um, he don't have his 
two two superstars. Lonzo signs. don't want to wear those shoes. Lonzo is not really involved in it, and and Melo is not really involved. The only one is Jello. Uh, I mean, he's the only one that he ain't. You Jello know, ain't really got nothing to talk Jello's about. Jello's just really. trying to get a paycheck. Okay, I wear the shoes, pops. But the crazy thing is that they 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 actually relaunch. Yeah, their shirts are sixty bucks. Yeah, for the triple like, B. I used to triple want one of them B, shirts too. Triple B. I mean, who and their shoes is like one ninety nine. Oh, like, they lowered in price. They lowered the price. Okay, but shoot, I mean, who who trying to drop a sixty ball on 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 some shirts? Hey, the damage is done, Triple B. Man, but you know what I'm saying. The man got vision. <laughs> you know, one thing I respect yeah. is that he's resilient. Yeah, he does what he does. Yeah, and everybody wants to talk about Levar Ball. I mean, that's why we're talking about him. Absolutely. You know what I mean? He's, he's news. in headlines. He's news. He's news. Okay, y'all, so this is the part of the show where we take a time out to show our sponsors some love. This segment is sponsored by Sweet Embrace Studios, where they embrace your vision and make your dream a reality. Sweet Embrace Studios offers a variety of services. Music production, music engineering, video production, video editing, photography, and much, much more. Are you the next rapper, singer, model, podcast host, TV celebrity? Sweet Embrace Studios is the number one studio in the Inland Empire. Call 909-733-8356. Once again, that's 909-733-8356 to book your appointment. You can also go online to www.sweetenbracestudios.com. So for all my listeners, when you call, if you mention Jay with the Grits or Morning Grits Podcast, you'll receive 15% discount on all your services. Sweet Embrace Studios. Call 909-733-8356. And make your dreams come true. Speaking of talking, yep. Leon, let's talk NBA. Let's do it. Let's talk about it, Leon. Let's get it. The Rockets have improved. They added Damari Carroll. Uh-huh. And they also added Jeff Green. And then we got the Clippers. The Clippers got deeper. Uh-huh. They added Marcus Morris and also Reggie Jackson. Right. So let, let's talk about it, Leon. What you think about these moves that have been made? Well, let's start with the Rockets. Okay. Um, I love it. Okay. I love that they beefed up. Yeah. They got uh, somewhat great, pretty decent defenders. Yes, you know yes. Jeff Green and and, and um, Demar Carroll. They can stretch the floor. I mean, they. I guess Houston has bought into this small, small ball, ball right. um, uh, concept, which I think is fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, they're having fun. The game look fun. Yep. They're putting up a whole lot of points. Russell Westbrook is playing crazy. Russell uh, Westbrook. Brody. Brody. Brody is playing crazy. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? James Harden is doing his thing. And then but the issue is this like when it, when the playoffs come. Yeah. That and that's the issue that I have when coaches, these smart NBA coaches, they're not just gonna let James Harden and West Westbrook uh, Brody kill them. Right. Um that's my issue with Houston. Because the game's gonna get slowed down. Because the down, game is right? gonna get slowed down mm-hmm. and they're gonna key in on your top two players. Right. And so we're gonna make Brody shoot, uh-huh. and we're gonna we gonna double the beard and get the ball out of his hand. Right. And so, I love it, but I I like the concept, but okay. it's not gonna be great. Well, let me ask you this then: When you got a player like PJ Tucker, okay, and now you're adding defensive prowess like Demar Carroll, and now you're adding Jeff Green. Mm-hmm. Now Jeff Green could play multiple positions from the three all the way to the five. Okay. Right. PJ Tucker obviously could play defensive on the three to the five. Right. Right. So now you have two players that are active. Now you got Damari Carroll, who's very, very active on the wings also, and he's long. Right. So now if you're playing zone, let's just say, Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Let's say you're playing zone because you got big men like Anthony Davis. You know, you got JaVale McGee, Dwight Howard, for example. Oh, our big men's can switch. Or even if you're playing like Jokic or somebody yeah, like that, yeah, right? Yeah, Let's yeah. say Jokic, right? Yeah. They can stretch him out. Jokic can still hit that three. Right. Right? But if you're playing, if they try to get, get the ball inside against the Rockets, mm-hmm. now you have some wing players that are really active to where they could do a lot of double teams, create a lot of shifting on that defense to create mm-hmm. some turnovers, I believe. Uh, yeah, but uh, we're giving them too much credit on defense. Okay. They're still n- known as not a defensive team. Uh, okay. Um, adding these two players make them s- a little a little bit better. But then again, you know, these are the type of players that only can kind of help a little bit. But overall, defensively, there's so many loopholes mm-hmm. um, because it starts with your stars. If your stars is not defensive-minded, right. it's kind of hard to have that trickle down to your team. Okay. So they're just planning on outscoring everybody. Mm-hmm. And that concept that's is true. good in this season because that's wonderful. Right. But when you get in, like I said, once again, I don't. it's, it's been tested in the playoffs right. and it's failed every time. They've been a one-and-done, second-round mostly, and that's when they had Chris Paul, yeah. and they got exited. Yeah. So it's like, when are they going to learn? This is fun, and I get it, but when you come up against a team that have sheer size, yeah, great centers big time, that can expose you, right? then you're talking about Tucker, who's undersized. You're talking about Derek Green. I mean, uh, what's his name? Um, Jeff Green. Jeff Green, uh-huh. undersized at the center position. So, you know, they're going to have fail days. I mean, right now they're fourth in the Western Conference. I like it. You know what I mean? So, I they're mean, they're, there, every they're year. there. Yeah, every year. They're there. Yeah, you every know? year. And, then, I mean, you look at who else is there is the Clippers. The Clippers, yeah. they got deeper with adding Reggie Jackson, Marcus Morris. Right. Um, I think that's a really big addition. I know Marcus Morris, everybody's been speaking of. Yeah. But I think having Reggie Jackson to play that point, mm-hmm. you know, especially when Beverly's not in there, Reggie Jackson's right. a big guard. Yeah, he is a very big guard. He could shoot. Mm-hmm. He could pass the ball. Yeah. He can create his own shot, get to the cup when he wants to. Yeah. You know, so he doesn't really have that many deficiencies in his game. Yeah. The, the, yeah, the great, great additions, I must say, the, the Clippers did add depth with that. Okay. Um, the only issue that I have is that you have all these scorers. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. You got Kawhi, Paul George, Reggie Jackson, Marcus Moore. You don't really have a playmaker. We got Lou and Williams. And the issue is he's, he's not a playmaker. He's a scorer. Okay. And Lou Williams, he can get buckets. But... You don't have nobody I, to distribute the you. ball. Yeah, and you. so you have all these people that are great scorers, yep. but you have no ball, no no distrib- distribution of the ball. So that's why the Clippers' assists are, are low because you got once the ball hit one of these guys, especially the stars, they're shooting. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they've been on a down slope. They have. You know, they've they're been five losing. and five in their last um, ten. Paul George just came back. I think they they beat uh, John Morant team. Okay, and, um, but. You know, it's a lot of issues. I think that they're not gelling, uh-huh. and I think that the addition of these two players, you know, they need to get some time on the court. Are they going to ever gel? I mean, is it going to come to a point to where load management is taken away? And is it going to come to a point where you have right. Kawhi mm-hmm. and you have Paul George right. on the court together because they haven't played that much because of injury to Paul George right. and to yeah. injuries to Kawhi. He missed like 20 games. And I think Kawhi missed like 13 or 14. Yeah, and, and hamstrings, like you said yeah. before in a, in a previous podcast, it's, it's, they're, they're lingering yeah. injuries. He's back. Yeah. But like I said, when that's when I, th- I think I said in an earlier podcast, he's always hurt. Yeah. And so if – the playoffs come, and one of those guys are hurt. Yeah, that's it for the Clippers. Because mm-hmm. um, obviously Kawhi can't do it by himself without Paul George. Paul George can't do it. Definitely can't do it without Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. So 
them is just based on their superstars and the durability of their superstars. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, but I do like the moves that they're making. They absolutely. beefed up their roster a lot. Yeah, absolutely. The Lakers added, you know, Markeith Morris. Yeah. The twin brother of Marcus Morris. Man, that's a great narrative. Yeah. Yeah. Right? They're both going to be in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lakers kind of beefed up their roster a little bit, too. Yeah. You know, I think it makes them a little bit better, yeah. right? Markeith Morris did come out today. Yeah. Saying that he was going to be the X factor. Absolutely. Uh, of the team for the Lakers. Absolutely. And I definitely agree because now Lakers officially have a small ball team. Right. Um, so they can stretch the four. He can shoot. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis can shoot the three. Um, you could put LeBron at the three. You can put Danny Green at the two. And you can put Alex Caruso at the one. That's okay. a depth lineup. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? I like it. That's defense and depth. I like it. And so we can match what the Clippers is doing yeah. now. Uh-huh. He gave us the ability to be able to match up with the Clippers. Right. Because we will always have a center in there or we always have an undersized like a Kuzma in there who will always get done like he'll be at the four and get exposed. Right. So now you have that toughness, that depth lineup, and you can even switch out Danny Green for um, shoot, or KCP. For KCP or right. Kuzma. Yeah. And so now Lakers got, I mean, that was a great move and, for the Lakers, And then bro. everybody that's going to be on the court for the Lakers could actually handle the ball. Handle the ball. And this was the difference. Though. So now I see what you're saying yeah. because the people that are on the court for the Lakers, right. they're actually playmakers. Yeah, playmakers. Yes. And that's the difference. You got LeBron, one of the best players. And let's not forget about playoff right. Rondo. Playoff Rondo does come playoff into effect Rondo here. is a... Problem. But just don't be shooting all on threes, Rondo. Hey, I'm not mad at Rondo. Rondo knows when, when you to open, tur- you take him. No, he don't know he all the know, time. No, when to take he him. knows when to turn it on. Okay, okay. And so I think that Rondo is going I you know, low key and quote me on this what's, on today. What's up? The twenty what this is the twenty fifth? This is the twenty fifth. What's up? Rondo is a secret. Weapon. Oh no, we got the X Factor. Here and we the go. Weapon on the same you heard team. it first. This is on the morning grids. Rondo <laughs> is a secret weapon. I think we got a, a new Marvel movie <laughs> being created over here with the <laughs> X Factor and the secret weapon, y'all. Yeah, bro. He got the sauce, man. Rondo gonna come out being a superhero Absolutely. for the team. Absolutely. You know, my man Boogie had to go though. Hey, that's all good. By picking up Markeith Morris, all they good. had to get a roster spot that was open. Uh-huh. Uh, so they had to release, you know, Boogie Cousins. Yeah, absolutely. And the cool thing was what I saw was, you know, Boogie was over on the sideline mm-hmm. uh, that same day that he got released yeah. with the Lakers right. during the shoot-around. Yeah. That just lets me know, okay, one, and it's been confirmed that he's going to be continuing rehabbing with the Lakers. Absolutely. And so now I'm questioning, okay, he's going to be rehabbing with the Lakers because he came out. Before saying that, okay, the team has great like camaraderie, like yeah. they're like the way that they the gel together. It's the best team that he's been on because right. everybody gets along. Absolutely. If somebody's going somewhere, then mm-hmm. everybody gets invited to go. Yeah, and everybody's gonna go. Like we're gonna go as a team. We're gonna go, and you could tell about how the Lakers play. Yeah, because they all play for each other. Yeah. I wonder if he's actually gonna come back and get resigned by the Lakers because of this. Oh, absolutely, man. A uh, couple reasons. Um, you know he. Understood, and I respect Boogie because he was able to be like, you know what, you're right, and and he was willing to take that cut. And the Lake, I'm pretty sure they had a conversation. They had to um, yeah. with him for him to be on the bench and still smiling and laughing. Right. And then also there was a report that came out on Bleacher. Okay. Confirming 
that the Lakers are interested in re-signing him okay. in the summer. Okay. So that is correct. And it's, it's, it's been affirmed that the Lakers want to re-sign him. He's not going to sign with any other team. Okay. So next year, Woo! you got a deadly trio. That's not bad, LeBron, Boogie, and AD. And then you got... McGee. And then you already know if, if Marquise Morris, bench, if Marquise, I'm sorry, Marquise Morris re-signed with the Lakers. Yeah. That's that's a problem. Yeah. That's a problem. That's some that <laughs> hey, I like it. I like but it. Yes. I like it. But let, the roster that the Lakers have now. Yeah. Right? Right. And, and and the Lakers do at times, they're lax. Right. You know, they fall asleep at the wheel, let's they just do. say, right? Absolutely. Do they have enough of what to, to win the championship, is there what type of improvements to like their game, you know, to how they play? How can they improve to actually win and solidify that championship? Because don't forget, it's not just playing the Clippers. Right. You're gonna have to go against the 76ers. You might have to go against the Bucks, especially yeah. with Giannis. Hey, LeBron, Giannis, either one can win MVP. Right. Le, Le Giannis is he he just tearing up the league right now with his play. He is. He is. Um, so what kind of improvements do the Lakers need to make to win that championship? I think that they need to add just a little more toughness. Okay. Um, which I'm I'm I would love a J.R. Smith. Okay. Addition or a um, what's his name over Dion um, Waiters. Dion Waiters. He's from been, Miami. He's, he's been, been said tossed to, around. Right. Um, also, I mean, people. Someone that nobody's talking about, Jamal Crawford. Yeah, I love Jay Crossover with add his team. Add some more offense there. It'll add speed yeah. to the team. Yeah, absolutely. All these other teams are going to be getting up and down the court. The yeah. Lakers don't get – they score a lot of points as a team. Yeah. But they don't get up and down the court. We're built for the playoffs. We're built for the playoffs. We're built for the playoffs. Okay. And like I said, the improvements that we need to make, I think the Lakers are in a great position. Um, their The power rankings came out. I think Lakers are strong. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that they're – they have a championship team. Uh -huh. Adding Morris to that equation yeah. makes them stronger. Adding another piece, which I, I do believe that they're going to add another piece, uh -huh. whether that be J.R. Smith, whether it be Deion Waiters, whether it be Jamal Crawford, they're going to add another piece. Okay. Um, and then Lakers will be solid, bro. I think that they're going to run through the West. By adding another piece, you mentioned the power rankings, right? Yes. And we're going to get to your top five power yes. rankings in a second. Um, but you look at the top five C's that are in the Western Conference. Right. The Lakers are number one, mm -hmm. followed by the Nuggets. The Nuggets are five games behind the Lakers. That's crazy. I don't think nobody's going to be touching the Lakers for the rest of the season. So that yeah. five-game gap, I I'm, 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 right. I hold it fast to say there's nobody that's touching the Lakers They're in the number clinch. one position. Yeah. They're going to get that, right? Which right. is, is going to be very, very important, especially for the playoffs to have that, that, that number one seed. Absolutely. And hopefully – Hopefully, mm -hmm. if they solidify that number one seed, mm -hmm. they can rest LeBron a little bit closer to the last couple of games, yeah, maybe, man. of the season. Because yeah. you're looking at, what, the, the Grizzlies or the Pelicans getting that eighth yeah. spot. So that we're looking kind of like right there between that seven-day spot. So we kind of have an idea what teams right now right. will play. Right. Um, so we should, we should you know, 4-0 whoever we play in that first round. Right. You know, to get them that that rest. And I think the second round is when the battle starts. Yeah, that's when the battle starts. Yep. I mean, you, but you have number two mm -hmm. at the Western Conference is the Nuggets. Right. Number three is the Clippers. You know, then you got four, which mm -hmm. is the Rockets, and you also right. have the Jazz at number five. Right. That three-five matchup, let's say the playoffs started today. <laughs> and you got those top five seeds. You got the number three seed, the Nuggets which is and the, the Clippers. Jazz? No, the Clippers. The, the Clippers, Clippers number three. And then you got that five seed. 
The Jazz. Like the Jazz. The Clippers and Jazz will be a really great matchup right there. It will. And that puts. And don't sell. Don't. And don't, listen. You know what? And I'm gonna call it. Go ahead, cause I I I'm Mike with you right here. And the Clippers are gonna meet in the second round. Bro. Oh, okay. So you think you think if that was the case, right? Yeah. The Clippers will beat the Jazz out. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, they'll beat so? the Jazz. Okay. Strong. I mean, come on, Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Paul George. You can't. I mean, they they're there's. I mean, I ain't MVP gonna knock Kawhi. them. Them them dudes are, they can ball. Yeah, they yeah. can flat out ball. And Paul George I'm not is, uh, selling the Clippers short. You know, you're not just gonna go in there and beat the Clippers. Jazz, I don't think they have enough in the back. Back what back pocket to beat the Clippers. Okay. Um. So I think that they will definitely beat the Clippers. So I mean, definitely beat the Jazz. So you got second round Nuggets versus the Clippers in the second round. I would love that. That would be awesome. Beat the Clippers up for a minute. Yeah. Beat them up. Especially with a player like Paul Millsap down yeah, there. Yeah. 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 Let it go seven. And then <laughs> and then look look at this though too. So now we got our top five seeds of the Western Conference already said right. Right. So now let's look at the top five for the Eastern Conference. Yep. You got your Bucks, right? I think that's solidified. But you still got the Raptors, yeah, and you got the Celtics, the Heat, and the 76ers. Wow, this in the Eastern Conference, like it typically always is, is a little yeah. bit more tight, yeah, right. So that any of these teams can kind of jockey for position, yeah, except for the Bucks. The Bucks are kind of like out in front of everybody, yeah. You know they got the best record in the league, absolutely. But then the, with the Raptors, Celtics, Heat, and the 76ers, yeah. That's your that's your top five for your Eastern Conference right now. I think right the now. Celtics is above the Raptors. Okay. Because I think after the I think maybe before a little bit before, uh-huh. uh, Celtics have been playing phenomenal basketball. Yeah. Other than losing to the Lakers, um, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm ex- I'm excited to see next year with the East because you know uh, Kevin Durant and um, Kyrie Kyrie will like, be back. He's back. hurt, you yeah. know, and that's the thing. You just never know with Kyrie. Um, but I'm excited to, for them to see what they can do in East too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But currently, right now, okay, as we have it set up, right? Yep. So, y'all, this is Leon's Morning Grits Top Five NBA Power Rankings. All right, all right. So let's go. Um, I think the Lakers and the Bucks are in a, they they're interchangeable. Okay. So, um, but right now I'm a, because they're playing better. I'm gonna give it to the Bucks. Okay. That's I'm fair. I'm gonna take the Lakers. Okay. All right, um, I'm gonna take the Nuggets. Okay. The Celtics. Woo. Okay. Nuggets, Celtics, and I'm gonna take. Man, I'm gonna take the Clippers. You gonna take the Clippers I'm at number take five? The Clippers at number five. Okay, so you got the Bucks at number one. Yep. We got the Lakers at number two. Yep. We got the Nuggets at number three. Yep. We got the Celtics at number four. Yep. And we got the Clippers at number five. Yes, sir. That's Leon's Morning Grits Top 5 NBA Power Rankings. Yes, sir. This is a segment the fans love where we show and highlight the players who have had a top performance during the week. This is the With the Grits segment. Who's with the Grits? We got LeBron James. He's definitely with the Grits for the performance that he put on against Boston with 29 points. Eight rebounds, nine assists, and he hit that basket, Leon, over <laughs> Jalen Brown when he was looking at him, stuck the tongue out a little bit smile, like smile, smirk, <laughs> smiled at him, Leon, and hit that fadeaway to put the Lakers up for good. Yes, sir. We got my man Paul Millsap. He was with the grits. He had 23, 25 points, shot nine for eleven from the field, and he also had seven rebounds against the Wolves. Leon, the 
The Nuggets are a problem in the West. They're a problem. Like I mentioned before, they're currently second uh-huh. place, five games behind the Lakers. So we definitely got to watch out for Paul Millsap. Absolutely. And the Nuggets, because they're going to make a strong push in the playoffs. Absolutely. Shout out and to the UNLV Running Rebels men's basketball team. Why is that? They definitely with the grits because they beat San Diego State. Wow. San Diego State was the last undefeated college men's basketball team. Wow. And they put in some work. They beat them 66 to 63. Hey, so the running rebels, they're not that good. But hey, they still held they it down when w. they had to. Absolutely. Then we got Jason Tatum. My guy. You already know he's with the Grizz, Leon. Oh, absolutely. He scored 41 points, five rebounds, two assists against the Lakers in a loss. Hey, but during that game, he did shoot four out of seven from the three-point line. Dope, man. That dude is dope, bro. That dude is... He about to be a superstar. Watch out for him. He's coming into his he's own. He's coming into a superstar. Yeah. And I'm... I, man, I just, I'm mad we got... We didn't select him, bro. We couldn't stop him. <laughs> we, 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 we had a chance to get we him. We had a chance Alonzo. to get him instead of Alonzo. But how do you think they feel about that now? Man. I mean, we got AD and LeBron. Does that yeah. really matter? Eh, don't matter, I guess. I would love to have AD... Jason Le- Tatum, LeBron. Game... Over. Man, that would be awesome. Game over. Man. This is the segment that every fan enjoys. The segment that shows your favorite athletes dominating on their field of play. This is where we highlight the athlete who is putting it down. Where we say, wow, you are doing your thing. Doing your thing, thing, thing. Doing your thing. Hey, Leon, you know who's out there doing their thing? Who? Tyson Fury. <laughs> Tyson Fury was definitely doing his thing out there on the ring, Leon. Yes, sir. He got that seventh round knockout against Deontay Wilder. Amazing. That's a big dude, Leon. Yeah, he is. 6'9, 273 pounds. Woo! Hey, he was definitely showing off his boxing skills. He was dropping bombs with his right hand to Wilder's <laughs> face continuously, <laughs> one after another, after another. Take and that. he is now the WBC. Heavyweight champion of the world. Shouts out to that boy, man. Hey, you know who else is doing their thing out there, Leon? Who? The University of Washington women's basketball player, Kelsey Plum. Yes, sir. Leon, she became NBA, or excuse me. Leon, she became the NCAA's women's basketball all-time leading scorer. She scored 57 points to get the University of Washington. Wow. And she now has a total of 3,397 points scored in her career wow. in Division I women's basketball. Amazing. That's a lot of points being scored. Oh, 3,000? In a college career? In a college career. That's crazy. That's you know, crazy. You know who else is doing their thing out there, Leon? Who? Sabrina Anoescu. Hey, she's that true baller from Oregon. Uh huh. She was there to show love to Kobe. She's a dear friend of Kobe's. Respect. And she's also a mentor for Gigi. So she was out there at the memorial showing love, showing respect. And she went back to Oregon to go play against Stanford. And you know what she did? What? She set another record, Leon. Wow. She already led the NCAA with triple doubles. And she's also the all time assist leader in the Pac 12. Wow. Now she became the first Division I basketball player to total up 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, and 1,000 assists. Wow. That's women and, and men. men. Wow. Congratulations to her, man. She is a hooper. Holding it down, 
doing her thing. Absolutely. Kobe-esque. Let's get it. You know who else is doing their thing out there, Leon? Who? Bradley Bill. Dude is a monster. Of the Washington Wizards. He yep. was definitely doing his thing. He became the first player besides Kobe Bryant mm-hmm. to score 50 or more points in back-to-back games. Wow. He had 55 points, which is a career high against the Bucks. And then the, the game before that, he had 53 points against the Bulls. And he was shooting a high percentage too, Leon. That's amazing, bro. I've been shooting like 58% from the field in one game. The next game, he's shooting like 53% from the field. Man, I love Bill, man. He, he's a solid player. I think he's a superstar now. Hey, I we, really do. I, we, I think I'll take him over. Uh, what's the point guard that ain't been playing? Who, uh, John Wall? John Wall. All day. I'll take Bradley Bill over Wall now. Let's build a team around John Wall. Wait, wait, wait. Bradley Bill. No, no, no John Wall. Nigga, that made a lot of money, man. They not building no team around Bradley Bill. They yeah. can't get rid of his contract. Can't get rid of John? Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, get back, get back, John Wall. We want to see you play, bro. We trying to see you play for at least a little while. I like John Wall. I like him, too. He was a little chunky when he came back, though. I, yeah, I think that's why he ended up getting hurt yeah. again, because he was a little chunky. But Hey, make sure you've been working out, John Wall. Hey, get it in, man. We're we going to talk smack about you. <laughs> this is the greatest segment of all time on podcasts and radio. This is the segment that shows what fans like to do most. I know I do. Smack Talk. Hey, Leon, this is your Smack Talk session right here. You, you know who I want to talk smack to? Who? You know who I want to talk smack to? Who? You. Yeah, you. Deontay Wilder. Woo. I'm talking smack to you. You know why? Because all that smack you was talking during all the press conferences. <laughs> and then you get into to the ring and you get knocked out. Good night. You got knocked out. <laughs> hey, Leon. He got skinny what? legs too, Leon. That's why all Bro. that weight that he was holding up from that costume. Man, he was skipping on in a boxing ring, man. I ain't never seen nobody skip before. <laughs> yeah, my man was over to skip. He was skipping, man. He get hit, he starts skipping, bro. <laughs> he was wobbly in them knees, Leon. <laughs> man, and, man. And I know he had to sell those pay-per-views, like you know what I'm saying? But he definitely did sell out in the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. mean, I did, look, look. Deontay, just just come back a little bit stronger the next time you go in there. You got to represent America. You got to represent, you know what I'm saying, the culture. Man. You got to represent American boxing at the heavyweight position because we haven't had a true heavyweight in a long time, bro. He lost it quick. He lost it quick. And I just want to thank you guys for tuning in to the Morning Grits podcast. Morning Grits is here. So make sure you please add me on Instagram at Morning Grits. I'll bring to you sports perspective from the fan for the fan. So let me know. Are you with the grits?